Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from MyPillow, towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton. With proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency, they dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99 or for a limited time you can get my six-piece towel sets regularly $109.99 now only $39.99 the lowest price ever with your promo code use kate k-a-t-e as the promo code or go to mypillow.com forward slash kate and get up to 75 percent off these towels are amazing so are the pillows so are the sheets everything else but oh my gosh the towels are amazing Hi, everybody. Go to the bottom of my homepage. You're going to see an ad for Z-Stack, Dr. Zelenko's new vitamin supplement that combines zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. All of those things that we talk about on the show, he has combined them into one supplement. Dr. Zelenko is a board-certified physician in New York. He was the one that gave ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine to Trump and told him about that, and he was really the guy that started the frontline doctors. Dr. Zelenko formulated the Support Your Immune Function supplement. Zinc, quercetin, vitamin C, and vitamin D. Take this every day. This is a great combination of a supplement that you can take of all the things we talk about on the show. This is an amazing product to keep you well and make sure that you go get this. This is also manufactured in the USA. Head and order this. Go to the bottom of my homepage at katedallyradio.com. Hi, this is Kate. Make sure and go to preparewithkate.com. Preparewithkate.com. You're going to get special deals from my Patriot Supply and a payment plan. Isn't that amazing? You can do this on payments, which makes it easier on the budget. But make sure you have a food supply. Make sure you're um, adding to that food supply. All you need to do is go to preparewithkate.com. Thanks, you guys. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Funny names. You know, like uh, Sticky Stick Fields. Sticky Fields. Uh, Goofy Dan. Booby Bobber. Booby Bobber. I know all of them. Well, let's see now. We have on our team, we have who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. That's what I want to find then, out, the guy's name. And then, uh-huh. That's what I want to find out, the guy's name. I'm telling you, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. Now, Abby, you now, want to be the manager of the baseball team? Yes. You know the guy's names? Well, I should. Well, now you tell me the guy's names on the baseball I team. I say, who's on first, what's on second, I don't know who's on third. You ain't saying nothing to me yet. Go ahead and tell me. <laughs> I'm telling him. You said nothing yet. Go ahead and tell me. Who's on first? What's on second? I don't know. Is on third. You know the guy's I'll... names on the baseball team? Yes. Well, go ahead. Who's on first? Yes. I mean the guy's name. Who? The guy playing first. Who? The guy playing first base. Who? The guy on first base. Who is on first? Why are you asking me? For? I don't know. <laughs> this is what the uh, dialogue is like when you're talking to somebody talking about the mandate yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's really reminiscent. <laughs> Sad, but true. Totally pathetic. Um, Get over to preparewithkate.com. If you heard last uh, hour's assessment of the new banking czar um, that Biden wants to put in, the communist, um, who declared that we don't need a bank account from any private source, only the government, and uh, they can credit us or diminish the account at any time or take away 
the funds all in one breach at one time because then they'll create new money. Mm-hmm. <sighs> made you made me feel soft and, and warm and, and cuddly for sure. Um, as she was dialing out the plan for, for Biden's banking, um, just wanted you to know to go to preparewithkate.com. That hooks you right into my Patriot supply. Get some food supply under your belt, please. And you can do it at discount prices, please, please. Um, yep. And even on a payment plan. Yeah, it's it's getting horrific up in there. Um, uh, we'll take some callers. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Is that me, cousin? That's Kate? you. Go right. <laughs> go right Hello, ahead. Hello, Uncle Milky. This is cousin Carl. Oh, hi, hi there. How are you? So this last weekend, my wife and I went to that wonderful place we call Las Vegas. Oh, okay. How was that? Shopping. Sure. How was that? Um, it it really sucked. <laughs> um, Tell us how you really we, feel. No, I'm okay. Here's the story. So we went to the outlet mall that's you know off the strip, uh-huh. and every place you go, including outside, they want you to wear a mask. Of course. And even if it's below your nose, you know mm-hmm. they're gonna they they. Like, hey, you put that mask back on, right? So here's the kicker, though. So we, you know, of course, we don't have a Sam's Club in the mm-hmm. city I live in. And mm-hmm. so we went there, and and there was nothing on the doors saying you had to wear a mask. Nothing. Uh-huh. So my wife and I decided, you know, we're just going to go in maskless. So we did. But every, I would say 99% of the people in the place were wearing masks. Okay. And we just walked around and just smiled at everybody. <laughs> How was that? It was great. And people yeah. talked to Glorious. us. And even, even employees talked to us and oh, wow. never mentioned the fact, hey, where's your mask? We just went on our life like we're normal people from a regular state. Oh, I'm so happy <laughs> to hear that. Didn't it feel good? Liberating even, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. It, it, yeah. I mean, it, it just makes me thankful I live where I live I right know. now. Though we have our own little issues, of course. Mm-hmm, I'm yeah. thankful for where We're I good. live. We need all kinds. Thank you so much for calling in. We need uh, we need places to replicate like the one I live in. Yeah. is very much, uh, are, why are you wearing one? Rather than jump on board the mask wearing train. Where I live is more like, why are you wearing one? What, yeah. a, what, a, what an idiot. <laughs> that's and you don't see you it very much. Yeah, that's true. And I wonder how many places are like us around America that uh, are just like, why are you wearing that? What a doof. Thousands. Anyway. <laughs> Thousands of towns. I, you know, I have to say, and I know it sounds mean, but I kind of do the same. Th- I look the same. I look around and think the same thing. My eyes are rolling into the back of my head. It's kind of like looking at somebody and going, what are you doing? It's Why even, are you doing that? It's even better when you say something. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? No, I, yeah. I, I mean, when somebody's wearing a mask, uh-huh. yeah. if they're wearing it wrong, I mm-hmm. tell them either wear it right or take it off. <laughs> you would i do no you would i i can see that i could totally see that i just i can't imagine being that dense after two years almost i mean it's like seriously dude you really think that's do my favorite is when they hand do some sort of gross handkerchief and 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 put it up around their mouth and i you know that thing's been drugged through the bottom of the car and the seat and i mean you're just you're wondering why in their head it makes sense to them but then, but then I have to say, because I do have these thoughts sometimes too. This is the this is the very Christian side of me, okay? Because believe me, the two are at war right now. I'm trying to be like Jesus, but I want to slap people all the time. <laughs> anyway, so I'm sitting there thinking, okay, now be patient with people. I know it's been two years, but there has to be a point where I know that they think they're doing what they're doing 
as a helping mechanism of some sort. It'd be, I, I look at them kind of like I look at people like that would be crawling around on the ground on all fours. I would think that's peculiar, very weird. Nobody says you have to do this. Why do you think you have to do this? But then in their head, at some point, they're thinking, what I'm doing is helping. And I think it comes from a good place inside, like a good place in their heart. I think they care about people. But I think just maybe the dense factor gets in the way and they don't understand that they're not really doing anything to actually help people, but the desire's there. So I really try to tap into the Christian part of me that goes, there's a good place in their heart, right? They're just really dense. So I kind of treat them as somebody that's a little like a brick short of a load. Like I would anybody, you know, you kind of feel bad for them and you think, oh, like sad that you <laughs> that you're helping, but... Okay. You know, like in their meeker way, they're trying to, they think they're doing something for humanity. And I don't even mean to be mean when I'm saying this. I actually do try to tap into the part that goes, well, I kind of feel sorry for them because they really do think that they've been kind of hoodwinked and and they really think that they're helping something, somebody, somewhere. Either that or they're extremely paranoid. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) I actually think it does come from a a sweet, a sweet place, sort of. (laughs) Not the Nazi ones that go, you have to wear one. But the, I'm just talking about the ones that yeah. just want to put it on their face because they feel like they're doing something. Those yeah. guys. Who yeah. are you trying to convince? Me or yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to be honest. I mean, I, I continuously get mad at myself for my eyes rolling in the back of my head. And I'm, I'm truly going, what a idiot, you know? But then I can't just keep thinking that about everybody that's wearing one. That's mean. So I try to tap into the nice part of me that goes, they're just trying, I think, in some weird way. They think it's doing something. I tap into the nice guy in me. I say very nicely, either wear it right or don't wear it at all. (laughs) And you're not wearing one when you say it. And I'm not wearing one. But it, but if you're not going to wear it right, why wear it? Well, you're you're a helping hand is all you are. Yeah. I mean, you're just trying to say, hey. I don't uh, say, hey, moron. I, <laughs> that part's in your head. You're, yeah. <laughs> there's like a pause. Hey. And then you go on with the sentence. <laughs> I just think if you think a piece of cloth on, on your face is helping anyone, I, I guess you can think that. Just I would feel the same way as you walking in on all fours into the convenience store. You're walking around all fours and somebody told you that if you walk around on all fours, you'll eradicate a disease. So you do it. And you think in your brain you're helping, but everyone else looks at you like, what in the hell are you doing? <laughs> and for what reason? But you're convinced that you're helping. That's how I look at mask people. I just think, okay, you're kind of dense and sort of an idiot, but as long as you think you're doing something, I'm not ever going to, you know, hey, I don't want to interfere in your fantasy of helping people. Yeah, but these are the same people that 18 months ago were calling me a murderer. That's true. That's true. (laughs) So I I don't have a lot of sympathy. Well, I did get called that once, but I, you know, and and then you have to say to yourself, this person really thinks that I'm that person. So I just think, well... I'm going to tap into the to the more Christian side of me when I see these people, and I'm really going to rein it in, the eye rolling, um, because I'm truly perplexed. I'm perplexed at these people, and I'm perplexed at the people who get a shot who say, my so-and-so of so-and-so died, so I got a shot. So they died probably in the ICU at a hospital, but you're going to get the shot because you're in, you're in what? 
like you're trying to what's the word like you're you're trying to make up for I, I don't know what you're trying to you're trying to say I'm going to be part of an experiment too because I align with you or I support you I don't understand the thinking but there are people that say that and I just have to just shake my head because I'm wondering why they why they do mm-hmm. what's the what's the point of that but when you think a cloth on your face does anything you know what? It would be really funny if the if the CDC came out and said if you wear a red hat, you'll you'll eradicate this quicker and you won't get phase 2 of the pandemic. And then you walk around and you see all these people with red hats on and you just know that they think that they're doing something and that's kind of how I have to deal with it. It's like I'm in a psych ward and I have a lot of people that are neurotic and I just have to accept that they're in a state of neuroses. Is that how you do it? How do you maintain your, your like, just what's the? Uh, uh, well, it's easy for me because there's so few of them now. Yeah, I mean there really is. You can go to a place where there's 200 people uh-huh. and maybe see two. Yeah, but in other places they're they're, yeah, but they're, I'm not they're in driving the places. crazy train pretty strong. Like the guy was saying in Las Vegas, there's a lot of cities out there. Chicago being one of them. You're you're they're, they're driving the crazy train, and they got a lot of neurotics to push that crazy train up. They don't have a lot of people just taking it off and going, yeah, that's not a thing. But going along with the neuroses, and the other thing is this: when we're told to aid the neuroses, like just pretend. That you're living in their weird world of fantasy where we're in a plague and you have to aid and abet it now. That's where I have a problem. So, um, shoot, we're, uh, I wanted to read you this obituary because I just thought, wow, this is, this is something. Um, this was a gentleman that died and he just died November 1st, sadly. Sounds like a nice guy. Longtime re- resident of Gilroy. Um, Michael Anthony Granada. And they included his thoughts about how he was about to die, his own thoughts in his obituary, warning people about the COVID experimental shot, saying, don't do this. And it, it, was, it was poignant because it's his own words that they included. And I've never seen that. I've never seen that happen. But I was so intrigued by this, and it, it starts out, it said, if you knew Mike, you know that he was a good, honest man. He was kind and considerate and always polite. But Mike was adamant that people know what happened to him that caused his early and unexpected death. They knew he was going to die. And it starts out saying, message from Mike. This is his actual obituary. Many nurses and non-nerfing staff begged me and my wife to get the truth out to the public. Nurses. And non-nursing staff begged them to get the truth out about the COVID-19 shot because the truth of deaths from the shot were being hidden with the medical profession, within the medical profession. I promised I would get this message out. So this is him telling this before his death. He said, so here is my message. I was afraid of getting the vaccine for fear I might die. At the insistence of my doctor, I gave into the pressure to get vaccinated. At the insistence of his doctor. (laughs) I wonder if the doctors feel any regret for this. Apparently not. Apparently not. On August 17th, I I received the Moderna vaccine and started feeling ill three days later. I never recovered, but continued to get worse. And I developed multi-system inflammation and multi-system failure that medical professionals could not stop. I'll, I'll move on and talk about the rest of this, but it wasn't that they couldn't stop it. They were causing it. They were choosing drugs 
that continue your demise. And that's what's not being said in America right now. It's kind of in hushed tones. How dare you say that about the medical profession, you know? Hmm. But that's what wasn't being said in this obituary, that the hospital was giving him drugs that are experimental and acting like they didn't know what they were doing, right, to him. But we're going to come right back. I'll read you the rest of this. It's very poignant. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Watching football. Watching families grow. The old kids' table. All have kids of their own. Starting to see my grandfather in my nephew's eyes. Mom still can't talk about him and not almost cry. So fill your plate and fill your drink and fill this house with family. The kind of love a thousand miles can't wash away. Cause the older that I get, I see life short and bittersweet. Thank God for this Thanksgiving day. Ben Rector, Thanksgiving Day, uh, for you love that song. It's a really sweet song. Kind of nails it for Thanksgiving, doesn't it? And I wonder how this Thanksgiving is going to be. <laughs> I really worry for people and their families, truly. That's it's going to get a little rough. If you really don't have any plans, like I don't, mm-hmm. uh, I was at uh, Del Taco yesterday. They're open on Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> kind of goes against the whole song, but whatever. <laughs> okay, thanks for your thanks for your suggestion. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be doing the Fiesto Taco at Del Taco, but thanks. Um, you know, it's funny because I I, th- I wonder how how people are going to be toward each other. I mean, it's a concern, right? It's a concern. Absolutely. You There's know, families that well, aren't speaking, aren't seeing. I know. Seeing. I know, and I don't know how that's going to turn out. Let me let me read the rest of this to you, this obituary, because I thought this was really important. This gentleman just died November first, and I think that we owe him the respect for for letting everybody know he wanted to get the message out. So we're going to put it out on the radio, and um, sounds like a good man. He said, at the insistence of his doctor, I gave into the pressure to get vaccinated. On August 17th, I received the Moderna vaccine and started feeling ill three days later. I've never recovered, but continue to get worse and developed multi-system inflammation and multi-system failure that medical professionals could not stop. I'm going to go as far as to say personally, add this on from Kate herself that says, no, they basically hindered your, hindered you and uh, gave you drugs that were sure to not help you. Anyway. He said, my muscles disappeared as if to disintegrate. I was in an ICU for several weeks. See, there was the problem. And stabbed with needles up to 24 times a day for those several weeks. Also receiving six or seven IVs at the same time continuously. It was a constant torture that I cannot describe. I was no longer treated as a human with feelings and a life. I was nothing more than a COVID vaccine, human guinea pig, and the doctors excited to participate in my fascinating progression unto death. If you want to know more, please ask my wife. I wish I would have never gotten vaccinated. If you are not vaccinated, don't do it unless you're ready to suffer and die. And then it went on to say, Mike did not deserve the pain and suffering he endured, because those were from his own words, by the way, before he passed away. 
He was a good man and deserved better. He was born in San Jose, California, moved to Gilroy at age one, where he resided for the last 55 years. He was an intelligent man, but never flaunted it. Mike chose to clothe himself in humility, kindness, and gentleness every day and preferred to work quietly behind the scenes doing good deeds and expected nothing in return. He was an engineer and, uh, and he could be seen twice daily walking his golden retriever up and down the neighborhood. And he leaves behind his wife. How sad is that? Pretty sad, Pretty especially sad. when it's not necessary. But when you mm-hmm. volunteer to be a guinea pig in a vaccine trial, this is, these are the kind of things that happen. I know. And so how, how are we going to navigate this? I'd love to get your thoughts on this for the holiday. People are going to be gathering in families and you have your neurotic, completely neurotic ones. You have that totally believe everything CNN says. You have the camps of you're unvaccinated and you're going to kill everybody here. And I'm vaccinated, but my vaccination doesn't work unless you are. That nonsense. That thing doesn't make sense. You have camps now. Families are divided into camps and one thinks the other is going to kill everybody. Because now you have the vaccinated, what is going on with the body, inside the body, with transference that the Pfizer actually said, we're worried about this. In touch and, and, uh, and body fluids, anything can affect somebody unvaccinated and make them sick. So I'm just asking, what are, we, what are you going to do at Thanksgiving? How, how is this going to play out? I'm just so curious to know what you're going to do. How do you solve this little problem? Reminds me of the song, Solving a Little Problem Like Maria. How are we going to navigate that? Because it's getting fierce. There are grandparents not allowed to see their grandkids. That's how awful people are mm-hmm. to their own family members. Can you imagine being that much of a total tool or idiot that you would say you can't see your grandkids? So they can't come unless they can show some sort of something about the vaccination, about being part of a trial. Can you imagine going up to your parent and saying, you can't see your grandkids unless you agree to be in an experimental trial that can kill you? What? If it was all real, I couldn't tell my parents that. I know. So how are people doing that right now? How are they actually saying that to their parents? I don't... I'm just shocked. You're older, so I want you to go get an experimental shot so you can be around my children who would never get the, anything in a million years. But I want you to go be part of an experiment. I'm floored. Because you can't, you can't not see what's going on with all these adverse reactions and deaths and serious adverse reactions. They admit they're not even gathering information on this. Though. I know. I know. I know. They don't want to. No. No. And they won't accept any media reports that say that, the you know, all about the adverse reactions. No. And when they did ask for them, what did they get within, what was it, 72 hours? They got over 200,000 yeah. responses of my my best friend, my neighbor, my family member is either sick or dead. And they would, they just could, I they didn't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. They can't. A media outlet asked, and boy, did they get spanked by the public. So... Are you going to have a successful Thanksgiving? Are you are you going to just say no politics at the door? I just wonder how people are going to get through it. I don't know. I, I've never seen the divisiveness of people being so afraid of each other before in my lifetime. They can't say no politics at the door because then they're admitting all it is is political. <laughs> That's so true. No, you're right. You're right. 
I guess I just, I just get surprised. I, there was an Olympian that came out about Austria and saying how deeply embarrassed he is for his country that 2 million people that didn't get the shot are going to be actually forced into lockdown. They're already going to the, the Gestapo is going to the grocery stores in, in Austria and checking on the spot vaccine status and handing out huge fines of $572 to $1,600. And then they're moving toward lockdown. Not that this is real important, mm-hmm. but Adolf Hitler was born in Austria. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Okay. Um, <laughs> thank you for that tidbit. I really appreciate it. Um, I we, we have to laugh, you guys. It's just too hard to look at all this. And, and people are, I think, deer in the headlights right now still. And we're going into this holiday. We're going into a holiday where I went to a, a local place whose items on the shelf were for Christmas, right? Well, I went back the next day. I had to go return something. And I said, where's all your your small little Christmas trees, like for the front porch and stuff. There was a whole row of them. And I noticed them when I walked in, but then they were gone. And he said, oh, they're gone. He said, people came in. We're at mid-November, okay? People came in and and bought them all. And I said, oh, well, you're going to get more shipments, right? He goes, nope. I went, that's it? He goes, that's it. People don't realize there's no more shipments coming of those. And I said, we're in mid-November. People don't even start decorating really until Thanksgiving weekend. And he goes, I know, just wait till they figure out that there's nothing more coming, that this is it. And this was from last year. A lot of the stuff was from last year. Wow. Yeah. And I thought people don't realize yet what's to come, but you're going to see a lot of empty shelves. I hope this Christmas, maybe you are buying a lot more food storage this Christmas. Maybe you are making sure you have things you need, not just food, but things you always use, you know, and, um, and maybe, you know, give those gifts and, and maybe if there's a family warring over the, the shot factor, I don't know why you would be, but maybe you're in so much fear. Take a big breath. Try to love your families and just try to love each other because this is, it's going to get bad. It's going to get worse too. I, I have a feeling. I just want to say to anyone who knows me that's listening, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have my own stash of toilet paper. <laughs> Think of something else. <laughs> Thanks. Darn it. That's what I had for you. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi, Katie. Hi. Hi. So it's a sad day. I know. In America. Uh, oh, I was told by my in-laws, we're doing Thanksgiving, but it's going to be. Wait, I can't hear you. Told by my, oh, there you go. Okay. I was told by my in-laws. Hello? You're cutting out. Uh Uh-oh. You're cutting out. Darn it. Call back. I'll take the call. Call back. Shoot. I wanted to hear what she had to say. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of you may be facing this, even if you're not calling in. And I'm not sure what to tell you other than I know how I was taught. And I was taught to love people regardless. And you're just going to have to love people regardless because... I don't know another way around this. We're dealing with family at the holidays. So, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, Kate. Hi there. Uh, Steve from New Jersey. Hi, hi, Steve. Real quick, I know you're getting to the end of your show. Mm-hmm. I found this article on a, on a website called Truth Based Media. Okay. And it's stating this is really important. It's stating that Taiwan is discontinuing the use of the second vaccine um, for the COVID vaccine for their entire co- uh, country. 
due to heart complications on their on their uh, on their younger kids. Uh, on any of them, you know, from 18, I guess, till 12, and they're also not even taking the other vaccine. Yeah. So this is very important. You're, you're talking right. about a whole country just telling F- or Pfizer, we don't want your vaccine. Yes, you're yep. right. You're absolutely right. Taiwan halting the rollout. You're right. Second Pfizer dose. Yep. And, and, and that's a very big article, and nobody is talking about it. <sighs> Well, I'm glad you brought it up. Thank you very, very much. Um, yeah, no that's uh, it's quite scary. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hi. I don't know if this is uh, helpful or not, but mm-hmm. um, and I, I don't think I've brought this up on this uh, before, but hopefully it helps people in, in terms of, of prepping stuff. But um, uh, about five years ago, there was a rumor going around that the younger generation of the the globalists were um being passed the torch mm-hmm. and they wanted to form a more open dialogue with the public mm-hmm. and it was right about that time i actually got onto the facebook page of who is purportedly the um head of the original perfectibilist of bavarian illuminati mm-hmm. and um, some of us on the on the website tried to debunk it you know just assuming it was a hoax but we couldn't he had original family photos and hmm. uh, pictures of world leaders and mm-hmm. stuff, and we couldn't source them anywhere else, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Anyway, I thought it was really interesting. He was a person that kept his cards very close to his mm-hmm. his chest. Mm-hmm. Um, I did get a few private conversations with him, but interesting. Uh, one of the times I, I mentioned, um, I think the, the comment, I've got a screenshot of it, mm-hmm. and, and I did ask him his permission to if I could talk about him on the radio, because I wanted to respect mm-hmm. this person who is purportedly a very powerful person. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, he, I said that the politicians or the people who run them are not stupid. I'm of the opinion that the United States is either in the process of or scheduled for downsizing. And all he did was click like, but it was so rare that he would actually yeah. um, do that that I think it says a lot. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, well, they're they're certainly they're certainly talking a lot about what they're doing. Their plans are yeah. not hidden in any way anymore, and and that's how I I think how in, insane it is now. It's like an like an insane part came out where it's not even really truly hidden. Thank you for your call, by the way. Really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. I it, it's not they're just they they're not even trying anymore to to hide. No, no, it's just out there just out there that's that's the sad part of it is when you see the headlines and how obvious all this is from a bird's eye view when you're going wow this is look at all the death look at everything that's going on and they're still trying to tell you the media is trying to tell you to do all this and the government um i thought more i thought even more people would be woken up by now now they are waking up but i just it's almost like is there what's going on because Surely there should be more. Seen. I believe there's more. I just believe that they we're, don't know it's not. Uh-huh. We're not getting the information. Right. Well, I. You know what I hope for this holiday? Can I just say, I really hope that we love each other and that we're at least good to each other, despite how everybody feels. I hope that uh, that 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 hearts will be softened and people will. People will still act as families and reach out to each other and be good to each other, despite how much all of the propaganda tries to destroy families. 
let's hope that we can kind of show them the door and say, no, we're going to just still be a family. We're going to act like a family yes. during the holidays, right? I hope that that's what people are going to do. Amen. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Be faithful. Be fearless. See you back tomorrow. KateDallyRadio.com. By the way, 500,000 listens in five days. Are you kidding me? It's awesome. Awesome. What numbers? Just crazy. Uh, KateDallyRadio.com. See you tomorrow.